Tuesday is not the kind of day you expect your life to change forever. That feels like a job for Friday or Saturday, a flashier, shinier day that has surprise sprinkled over its surface like hundreds and thousands. This particular Tuesday, I'm doing the end of the day soft shoe shuffle, glancing between the clock, my computer screen, and my batshit scary boss, Mary, trying to work out which will give way first. It's a huge, retro looking wall clock with thick black hands that are currently crawling sluggishly towards 6.30. The wall behind it is papered with pastel pink roses, and the room is peppered with big velvet sofas that are designed to encourage the kind of impromptu brainstorms and shared confidences that never quite seem to happen. Mary presides over the room from her huge glass desk at the top, mistress of all she surveys. It's like a twisted sort of nursery, soft on the outside, with an underlying air of menace. I'm working on a campaign for supermarket organics, but even if my computer hasn't turned off yet, my brain certainly has. I want to get home. I'm cooking dinner for James before I have to go out again, but I don't want Mary to think I'm a slacker. Better to sit here, playing with the same sentence for half an hour than appear half-hearted. Mungo, my optimistically titled assistant, has no such compunction. He came in on work experience, bestowed by Mary, his godmother, and never left. Right now he's already standing up, shoving a musty old hardback into his leather satchel and snapping off his monitor without so much as a backward glance in my direction. I take an unattractively loud slurp of water, but he fails to notice, just as he fails to notice every command or plea I throw his way. Good cop doesn't work. Bad cop doesn't work. The only authority this boy might possibly deign to respect is Martin Amos, or Salman Rushdie, fellow Oxford graduates all. He styles himself as some kind of literary giant in waiting, all long scarves and corduroy jackets, with lustrous auburn hair that falls around his face like plush velvet drapes. Mungo, I call out. Before you go, how are you getting on with that research on the level of consumer spending? A fleeting look of panic crosses his face, like he spotted a herd of elephants stampeding towards him through the long grass but then he remembers it's only me. It's all in hand, he says glibly. I need an ETA, I snap, before losing heart. Or at least a rough idea of when I might expect it, I add lamely. Tomorrow, latest, he says, already halfway out of the door. You have my solemn word. I suppose it's not surprising he's indifferent. He's stayed on as an intern.